Welcome to the Freight Broker Bootcamp audio experience, and I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Today, we're going to talk about three steps to help you improve your credit by up to 150 points, which will help you get your freight broker bond approved and or cheaper. Maybe you've already got a freight broker bond, but maybe you're paying too much for it and you want to reduce that annual cost because that is can be a significant cost. Now, let me, I got a little bit of a framework here, framework here I want to walk, work through. You know, I always have notes, right? And so first you need to understand this. This is not a step, but before we dive into that, you need to understand that if you are going to get your freight broker authority, if you are going to become a licensed freight broker with the FMCSA, you are going to need to get a freight broker surety bond. That's one of the requirements in order to become an active and legal freight broker, okay? And your freight broker surety bond, the approval and cost of that bond are determined by mainly by your personal credit rating, okay? Your personal credit. And so that's the reason for this lesson today. It's a reason for this training today. So what you have to understand is that the lower your credit score is, so the worse your credit is, the more your bond is going to cost and or you may not even get, a, get approved at all if you have really, really, really bad credit. The better your credit is, the higher your credit score is, the less your bond is going to cost on an annual basis. So let me give you a, a, a kind of some context to that. I have seen people with really good credit, maybe 800 plus credit scores, get their bond for $950 a year, very low cost, okay? Now you have to have really, really good, excellent credit to do that, but $950 per year. And I've also seen on the other side of the spectrum, people with really bad credit get a bond for over $9,000 a year. So do you see the difference between good credit and bad credit? Now don't automatically exclude yourself where you stand today. Maybe you have bad credit. Maybe you're not even sure what your credit is and you think you have bad credit. Let me walk you through these three steps and I think you'll be surprised because particularly the last one, some of the stuff that I'm going to share with you today is not groundbreaking, but it's fundamental to getting and building good credit and it will help to impact your credit very quickly, usually in a 30 to 45 day period of time. But the last thing I'm going to share with you, step three, the tip at the end here is probably something you've never heard of before and is a hack that really, really works. And I'll share the proof with you, okay? So step number one is simple. What you need to do is you need to pull your credit report and find any negative credit marks on your credit report, anything that's negatively affecting your credit report. So you can pull your credit report, you can go to equifax.com or you can go to creditsesame.com. I'm not affiliated with either one of those companies. Credit Sesame will give you a free credit report, I think once a year. Uh, beyond that, you might have to pay. So you could go again to get a free credit report, go to creditsesame.com or you could go to Equifax. I think that's a pay service. That's the service that I use because I have credit monitoring and stuff on there. And so go there and pull your credit and identify anything negative that's impacting your credit. In particular, what I want you to look for is I want you to look for collections accounts, okay? I want you to look for collections accounts. And, uh, and secondly, I want you to look for inaccuracies, right? Anything that's inaccurate. For example, uh, an account that's actually closed that's still showing open or a balance on your account that you know you've already paid off 
or the dates are wrong or accounts that you never even set up, things that are inaccurate about the trade lines on your credit report, okay? And what you're gonna wanna do any inaccuracies within your credit report, you're gonna to wanna to challenge them. You're gonna to wanna to dispute them with the credit reporting agencies. If you go to Equifax.com, um, they have a dispute process where you can go into any of the trade lines and actually dispute it. It's all online. And the way the dispute works is that if the, if the trade line, whoever the creditor is, can't provide proof that that information is accurate, they have to remove it, okay? So that's a simple step. You can challenge any negative uh, or inaccurate um, you know, data that's on your report. Okay. Number two, when you're not step two, but the second part of that is you need to look for collections accounts, anything that's in collections, right? It'll show a collections account. It's placed in collections. What you need to do is you need to get those paid off, right? So you need to pay those off. There's two ways to do it. You can pay the balance in full by contacting the credit, uh, the collection agency, or you may be able to settle those debts. So if you owe $2,000 on a credit card from five years ago, uh, they may offer you a settlement for $1,000 to pay that off. Now, if you can pay the balance in full, it's always better, but sometimes a settlement is all you can afford and that will get that collections account closed. Now, they're not going to remove it from your report probably, okay? Chances are they're not going to remove it, but it will pay the balance off which will and it will close that account which will have an impact, a positive impact on your credit, okay? So step number one was pull your credit report, dispute any inaccuracies, and pay off your any collections accounts, right? So that's step number one. Step number two is you, you need to look at that credit report and you need to pay down any outstanding balances. So let me explain to you what I mean by that. Let's say you have a credit card that has a $5,000 limit. Okay, it has a $5,000 limit on a credit card and you owe $4,000 on that credit card. What you want to do is you never want to carry a high balance on your credit cards. And what I mean by a high balance is a high percentage of your credit line. Okay, so 4,000 4, of 5,000, that's, I'm not very good at math, but that's like 80%. You're carrying an 80% balance to the total credit allowed. What you want to do is you want to pay that down and try to only utilize about 10% of that credit on a recurring basis. So ideally with a $5,000 credit, uh, you know, credit line on a, on a, uh, on a credit card, what you want to do is you only want to utilize maybe 500 to a thousand and you want to pay that off every month that you can. So if you have a $5,000 balance, paying it down to 2,500 or 2000 or a thousand is going to raise your credit. It's going to increase your credit because they look at the credit to debt ratio. And that's one of the things they're gonna look at in order to measure your credit. So any outstanding balances that you can pay down, open accounts, closed accounts, whatever it is, if you can pay those down, it is going to help improve your credit, okay? So that's step number two. You wanna use that credit report, identify any open balances that are high, and then pay those down as much as you possibly can, all right? Step number three, this is the one you're gonna to wanna to lean in on a little bit, okay? Cause it's probably something that you haven't heard. I would say nine out of 10 people that I talk to have no clue that this even exists, all right? Step number three is called the piggyback or authorized user method. So this is a strategy where you, someone who has, let's say bad credit, let's say for example, you have a 500 credit score, right? That's really bad credit. Let's say you have a 500 credit score. 
and you want to increase your credit score dramatically, you've already taken step number one and step number two, and you still want to get higher credit. Say you want to get up to 700 or even higher. What you would do is you would find somebody, a friend or family member that has good credit and has a credit card with a, you know, typically something that they've had for a while or has a higher credit line. And you become what's called an authorized user on their account. So they would have to add you as an authorized user on the account. Now, this doesn't mean that you're going to be using their account. But if you get added to somebody else's credit who has good credit, it is going to immediately and dramatically increase your credit. So let me explain to you a couple scenarios. Friends and family members that have done this, that I know personally that have done this, have raised their credit scores. One of them raised their credit score from 620, just with this piggyback method, 620 to 758. We're talking about in 30 days. Another one did 620 to 715. Another one did 590 to 680 credit score. And another one did, they were in the low 650s and they raised their credit score to 797. Okay. So I promise you, these strategies work. And what you have to understand is that if you're able to raise your credit from, let's say, you know, let's say 550 to 700. Okay, just a hypothetical. Say you have bad credit at 550 and you're able to use these strategies to raise it up to 700. You are going to save thousands of dollars a year on your bond, not to mention if you raise your credit and then you refinance your mortgage or you refinance your car loan, you're going to save a ton of money. I mean, there is a ton of money to be saved if you are able to leverage these th these simple three-step strategy in order to increase your credit. So those are my three steps for increasing your credit by up to 150 points to help you get your freight broker bond approved and or to save a ton of money if you already have a freight broker bond and you think you're paying too high of a premium. Maybe you're paying a $6,000 or $7,000 premium on your freight broker bond because somebody approved you, but you didn't have good credit. If you use these strategies and you increase your score by 75 or 100 or 150 points, and then you have them rerun your rating as far as your freight broker bond, you're going to save a ton of money on that annual bond cost. So, and again, if you are curious about becoming a freight broker or freight agent and you're just sitting on the fence and you're not quite sure what to do, check out freightbrokerbootcamp.com. We trained over 8,000 students. We offer a 60 day, 100% money back guarantee. We've been in business over a decade. We've got great reviews. We're the most cost-effective, comprehensive online freight broker training available today. Check it out at Freightbroker Bootcamp. Have an awesome day and we'll see you next week. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. I'm humbled that you allowed me to be a part of your day. Now subscribe to the podcast so we can do this more often. And for those of you that take the next 15 to 30 seconds to rate and review the podcast, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. And who knows, maybe we'll give you a shout out on a future episode.